0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Full Cripplet Sports Show. I am so happy to be back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode. I really hope you guys are, you know, have been enjoying the episodes recently. Um, and just, well, just actually, I really hope you guys have been enjoying them for a while now. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy to also see all the support that this show gets from you guys. And you guys are just... You guys are incredible for that. And I just, I really, truly want to say thank you. Uh, and I've, I truly do want to apologize for the for the little break. I know it's been like probably six or seven days since I last uploaded. Uh, I ended up getting sick last Thursday. So it's been about a whole week now. And I, uh, I, I wasn't able to, I just wasn't able to bring myself to get an episode out. So I do apologize for that. We are back though. Uh, a little bit muggy, but you know, we're still there. And uh, just really happy to make it, you know, make and bring an it up for you guys. So this will be exciting. Um, hope you guys had a great day as well. And also with the Bucks game tonight, Bucks and Eagles game tonight. So that'll be a good game. Uh, that's exciting. But um, yeah, and then when you guys see this in the morning, I'm not sure when I upload it yet. I'll figure that out. But let's get into today's episode. And yeah, let's get right into the first thing here. So, first order of business on our list is talking about Christian McCaffrey. So, as you know, he is still injured. Um, he hasn't been able to come back yet. You know, it, it's been since week three, so it's been three weeks now. This will be this will be week three. And he, he still got the hamstring injury again over that you know when they got that win, the Panthers got that win over Houston back in week three, and um, yeah, it, it's been it, it's been it's been it's been three weeks now. He's eligible to officially come back now after three weeks, um, so he'll be eligible after this game. Actually, I guess he could play the third week, but what this article is going to bring us to it's going to talk about probably not happening. So with again his hamstring injury still he again misses Panthers practice and I believe today yep he he missed practice today and it's 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 in doubt now that he will play week 6. It's it's doubtful. It's Wednesday, middle of the week, you know, or freaking Wednesday. It's Thursday. Near the end of the week, and he's still not even in practice. Yeah, he's you know he's, he's just you, you need to have enough time to get you know to get practice in, and plus like it's you know it, it's it's one of those things where it's like if you give a player the opportunity to play, if you let them play, it it kind of becomes this thing where it's like oh well you know you let this player play when they barely practice, but then when they didn't even really have much of a chance to practice, but then this other player does it and you don't let them it, it kind of just it could kind of just become this whole thing but not only all that it's also the fact that you need to be able to practice before games obviously those are crucial um you need to be able to fit it into the game plan it needs to be practiced it needs to be executed well enough to you know be confident and so but yeah Christian McCaffrey will again will have to miss he hasn't been able to he, he didn't even practice today at all with the hamstring injury, and it's, again, since week three. And the he had a minor setback with it a little bit. Uh, it was looking like he was going to be good, if, you know, for up to um, – up until – you know, at the time back in week three, it was looking pretty good that he'd be able to come back after three weeks. And now it's a little bit it's, – it's gone back a little bit. But, yeah, so Carolina's obviously needs Christian McCaffrey. I feel like he's, you know, a couple of years in the leagues already kind of showed himself as one of the big key pieces to, you know, the Panthers' offense. And it's pretty clear that when you have him versus when you don't have him, how fluid your game is, how fluid the offense is. Don't get me wrong, Carolina's doing well this year, but it's kind of doing well this year. But, um, you know, I – they're doing good, but I'm not completely sold on, let's just say that. But it's pretty evident, though, when Christian McCaffrey's in there, how much of a difference he makes. Like, the, I feel like the offense is just a lot more smooth. It's a lot more paced. It's just a lot more how they want to play. Like, it's obvious that the, camp, that the offense is – built with Christian McCaffrey in mind and obviously missing him has been has been pretty evident and pretty clear. So but yeah, so I mean it, it we'll see what happens. I mean they got Chuba Hubbard right now. Am I saying his name or Chuba or Chuba Hubbard? I think it's it might be Chuba Hubbard. Chuba I feel like Chuba, but it might be Chuba. Yeah, love to let me know. But they have Chuba Hubbard right now in the game and he's been Probably their main back right now since McCaffrey's been out. At least to my knowledge, I could be wrong. But at least to my knowledge, Trouba Hubbard's been the guy that's been kind of there. So, But, you know, he's also not Christian McCaffrey. So you're going to want Christian McCaffrey back. And it's it sucks to see. It really does. And it, the same goes with Saquon Barkley. I mean, i just seen what happened with him. You know, he's out again, so and already injured once again. So it sucks to see two guys like that just really, like, you know, suffering with injuries right now. It it makes the league funner when you get to watch these type of guys. Sorry about that. But, yeah, so, you know, it's unfortunate, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens here. And, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Panthers, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so that brings me into my next thing here. Uh, so Colts, T.Y. Hilton, he was actually just, I believe, yep, just now returning to practice. I was just making sure I got that right. Just returning to practice. He actually returned yesterday, uh, Wednesday, October 13th. And he actually could play this week, realistically, this Sunday. And uh, But apparently it wasn't all, you know, it normally never really is. I mean, but, you know, it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine. Colts T.Y. Hilton has supposedly met up with Andrew Luck and actually reti- actually pondered retirement. Um, so he went to go talk to Andrew Luck and says, quote, I almost hung it up, end quote. So, yeah, that's scary, Um, mainly because I just think T.Y. Hilton, for the longest time, obviously, he's out of his prime at this point. He could still play really well, but out of his prime. And – You know, I just remember for the longest time, T.Y. Hilton was destroying this league. I remember when – and he is still someone to, you know, be scared about, but he's not that productive guy that we used to see anymore uh, back in the early 2010s, -2010s. mid-2010s. But, yeah, he – I remember when he was someone that, like, when you face the culture, like, oh, shit, I'm going to go up against T.Y. Hilton – and I remember my Patriots facing the Colts actually a couple times where I was genuinely scared to have to face Ty Hilton and that Colts team. That I was scared that my team would have to face that Ty Hilton Colts team. It was he used to be really really scary. But mm-hmm. yeah, so just kind of like a little bit of knowledge with his career up to this point. So he's actually led the Colts team in targets with 93. Receiving yards, seven sixty-two, and receiving touchdowns with five in twenty twenty. He then passed Hall of Famer Raymond Berry. If you guys don't remember that, for third on the all times, on the all-time Colts list for receiving yards. Uh, and then the very very last like big milestone here is that he had a fifty. He rec- I should say say this differently recorded his 50th career receiving touchdown and that's that puts him in the top 4 in most in the franchise in most in franchise history and that is uh believe passing Jimmy Orr previously held by Jimmy Orr I should say so he's still, you know, he's still being productive, but it's certainly not the way he was before. Obviously, uh, it's still cool to see though that he's, you know, putting up numbers. And, and, I, and I can completely agree too. Like you may, and a lot of people may also think like, oh well, you know, he got injured. Like isn't that a little bit extreme to be like, oh, uh, you know, he should consider retirement? No, it's not being soft at all. Actually, you know, when you are, when you played. When you have played, I should say, such a, a great career that T.Y. Hilton has and then you get to a point where just like injuries just start to plague you season after season. You know, you think that you're 100% again then you get injured the next season or maybe even that same season and then you're just, your confidence level goes so low and then, you know, that type of stuff then, you you know, you knowing that you just can't play the way that you did, that, that makes you real sad and then just like, all of that stuff and then mixing that with the fact that just constantly being hurt, like, that just wouldn't make it fun. Like, I feel like just being that hurt all the time, it would would honestly take the fun out of the game. Like, and yeah, they still have passion for the game, but that's why, that's why for a lot of these guys, it sucks that they have to end up retiring because they have so much passion for the game. It's just that they have to retire because it's just not fun anymore. And they just – every time they come back, they just get hurt and hurt and hurt. And there's no point in continuing to come back when you're just going to get hurt again. And, it, and also it's just such a big commitment and it, it's, it's just all of this stuff into one. And it's like you, you get to a point where it's almost not even worth it anymore because you're, you're doing all these battle backs for what, just to get hurt again. And plus not only that, but it just, it continues to break down your body and it, it, it just, it makes it, no fun to play football anymore. And I could completely agree with, you know, especially, you know, if you guys don't remember even what happened to him is, you know, he uh, ended up getting a neck injury and had to get surgery and just before the season and actually didn't know if he was going to come back. T.Y. Hilton says right here, quote, the first two days when I got home, I almost hung it up. I can't even lie. I didn't. I didn't tell nobody but the people closer. But the people close to me. I was close to hanging it up. End quote. And that sounds really sincere too. Like, man, that, that, I I can't even imagine how that would have to feel. And just like knowing that you have so much passion for a game, and you have a serious thing like a neck injury, like that's not no small injury. That's that's serious. And I mean, look what happened with Peyton Manning. Luckily, he was able to continue to play though for another ten odd years or whatever it was. So. You know, it's 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 serious, man. But, yeah, so T.Y. Hilton ended up, you know, actually meeting up with Andrew Luck, former Colt quarterback as well, actually retired a couple seasons ago, saying, quote, I talked to Andrew Luck. That's probably the wrong thing to do. But says, continues to say that, you know, they um, went out a couple times and hang out. He apparently went over to his house. They talked. Wanted to make sure that they were good with it. They got healthy. Didn't want to rush it. And, uh, yeah, it was just overall a very, very supportive talk and very supportive hangout. And that's basically kind of what he had to say about it. And, yeah, I mean, it's rough, man. It is seriously rough uh, to have to see this type of stuff here. But, yeah, man, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about this. Do you guys think – what do you guys think about T.Y. Hilton? Do you guys – you know, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Let me know if you guys have any comments about what I said that, you know, makes you guys think about something with T.Y. Hilton as well. Let me know. I'm curious. I, I want to know what you guys think about, you know, possibly him of retiring. You know, what What do you think it would have looked like Um, considering – I mean, I don't know if even T.Y. Hilton right now can save the Colts, but – Right now, actually. But, yeah, let me know. I'm curious. But that actually leads me into my next topic. Yeah, that was a very interesting topic, though. I'm not going to lie. So, this is really, really cool to hear. This actually just came out today randomly, too. I didn't even – I don't know. I don't follow the Washington football team, so I don't know if this came out, like, yesterday, even, like, if this was leaked yesterday, leaked today, only – I don't know, but at least to my knowledge, it was released today, and it was very, very shocking. Not shocking, but, I mean, when you hear the player, I'm not going to be shocked. Like, don't be shocked, but I was shocked just to hear it, like, randomly just like a couple days before a game. But the Washington football team is set to retire Sean Taylor's number 21 jersey on Sunday when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Washington football team are going to be honoring and displaying the number of one of their all-time best players in Sean Taylor, and so they are going to – actually, I should say the late Sean Taylor, rest in peace – they're going to be honoring him during a halftime ceremony this weekend when they host the Kansas City Chiefs at FedEx, and – Yeah, it was actually just announced today. The Washington football team announced the event today on Thursday. Again, I'll have all these social media. I'll have all these websites linked down below so you guys can actually click on the tab. Um, The announce the event Thursday part, that part is highlighted in blue. You can go ahead and click that. It will bring you to a link. I'll let you guys do that on your own time. But, yeah, so Sean Taylor, his career kind of, Kind of briefly summed up, he had two, bro, two Pro Bowl selections, excuse me. They were, he had a second-team All-Pro honor, and then, of course, it was tragically cut short in 07 when you guys know what happened. But Sean Taylor, obviously, one of the best players to ever play, you know, that, um, that safety position, and just one of the best guys ever to do it on defense in. You know, not a lot of guys get recognized on D, so a lot of guys do, but not a lot of guys get, like, truly, truly remembered. Like, we we know about them, but, like, to be truly, truly, like, memorialized like offensive players do, that doesn't – I feel like to me that doesn't happen that often. And it's cool to see that Sean Taylor has continued to be that and, you know, continued to get his – amazing career shared like it, you know, like it should be. So they're going to be doing it again at halftime, and it's just kind of summing up everything that happened and with him and, you know, just his career and everything up to that point. So, yeah, there you guys have that. It's, again, Washington football team hanging up, you know, uh, Sean Taylor's jersey, number 21 uh, this weekend in their halftime during the halftime against the Kansas City Chiefs. All uh, right, then moving on to our next piece of news, excuse me, is Tua Tico Viola So he actually returned to practice yesterday, Wednesday, October 13th, returned, again, Wednesday, October 13th, Tua Tico Viola returned to Dolphins practice. Right now it is still up in the air and still unclear who will start against the Jaguars on Sunday for the Miami Dolphins? It is still unknown after he just comes back. So Brian Flores says Wednesday that Tua Tagovailoa was activated from IR on Tuesday. And so he was activated on Tuesday, but played Wednesday. officially came back Wednesday. Again, we do not know who will play against the Jags on Sunday. It will be in London. So... You know, it could be anyone's guess up to this point. But Brian Flores told reporters, saying, quote, this is really just see how it goes in practice. Will he be able to make the throws? Can, you know, obviously that left, you know, that left, will he be able to to roll out to the left side? Will he be able to roll out and go to his right side? Is he going to be able to, you know, basically is he going to be able to move around in the pocket? Is he going to be able to be agile the way he is? Will he like be able to go to the left, the right. Will he like be able to stay up in the pocket, you know, step up and make the throws that he needs to make. You know, and they're going to – obviously, you can't just say – and there's more that goes into it. You can't just obviously bring him back into practice He make some good throws, and you're just like, oh, yeah, he's going to start again. You know, you've got to be able to see how he's going to react with that injury coming back from it. you got to put him through the ringer a couple times and see what he can do. Can he – can he continue to do what he was doing before? Is he able to do it without problems? Is it still aching, you know, aching him when he does it? Like if he rolls to the right, when he rolls to the left, when he steps up in the pocket, are those types of things going to affect him? Is he going to get, is it going to be, you know, is he going to be sore when he does that? Is it going to hurt if he does that? You know, and there's a lot of things that Brian Flores has to look at. And so obviously Tua Viola seems like a pretty tough guy and, Obviously, it's – for anyone, it's going to be tough to come back from this stuff. But, you know, it, it's all going to be on how Tua this body, you know, reacts to these – to the situation and see, you know, what happens. And if, if he can continue to look good in practice, I don't know if they didn't say anything about today um, when setting up today's episode. They didn't say anything about today's practice. This was just from yesterday, so – I'm not sure, but yeah, so it's anyone's guess. I mean, more than likely, I wouldn't be shocked if they were to just play Jacoby Brissett because otherwise I, I feel like it would just be rushing them back. It might be a good idea to just keep Jacoby Brissett in for one more game. Otherwise, I, you know, otherwise if they feel Tua you know, Tagovail is ready, then all I'm all for it, I guess. But, me, personally, I wouldn't want to rush him back. I'd probably keep Reset. I mean, I'd probably, you know, keep Reset in the game. Just because, look, it's already – this This was posted – this happened yesterday, Wednesday the 13th. Today's Thursday the 14th. You're literally putting him in halfway in the week and is expected to try and impress enough to play on Sunday. I don't know. I, I feel like it, it's just a little bit of a rush if they bring him back, but – Again, that's up to them. And, uh, yeah, so we'll let you know. You know, continue to – we'll have to see what updates end up coming out about it. And I'll keep you guys updated if anything else comes out on who will officially start for the Dolphins this upcoming Sunday. Will it be Tego Viola or will it be Bursette? Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, but leading me into the next set of news here is – Daniel Jones, so he's actually on track. Um, Coach Joe Judge has actually said that Daniel Jones is on track in his concussion recovery um, from this past game when he got you know knocked a little bit. So obviously Daniel Jones went through his concussion protocol, you know all that all that stuff yada yada yada. Joe Judge, Judge, Joe Judge said on Wednesday. That's a hard name to say. Sometimes like it's a little tongue twister, but Joe Judge said on Wednesday to reporters that Joe that Daniel Jones, wouldn't be able to participate, but is on track with everything supposedly, and also in his recovery, of course, from his concussion that knocked him out against the Cowboys last week in the Cowboys win, and um, so obviously then. After that it was found out that he was concussed and that he had to um had to get checked out. Obviously, went through concussion protocol, figured everything out, did all that, you know, that whole boring process, found out that he's got it, that he was concussed, and now they're kind of remain getting him, you know, trying to get him back in there to or at least trying to get him speeded, you know, trying to speed him up. Not speed him up, but trying to Get him you know, keep him on track to be able to play and see if he is going to be ready to go. Continue to see how he reacts to little things throughout the week and leading up until Sunday and see if well obviously he's probably not gonna play obviously not gonna play Sunday, but you know, continue to get him to progress throughout the week so that way he can play next week. Um is what I meant to say, my bad. But, yeah, so there's that. And um, the final thing, I guess, is to talk about the Rob Gronkowski news. Levante David and Antoine Winfield Jr. I guess not just Rob Gronkowski. It is reported that Rob Gronkowski, Levante David, and Antoine Winfield Jr. will all be officially out tonight versus the Eagles. So, again, it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles tonight, Thursday, October 14th. And, again, Gronkowski, Lavonte David, and Antoine Winfield Jr. are all out for tonight. So, Rob Gronkowski will indeed get another night off, followed by Lavonte David and Antoine Winfield Jr., who, you know with their respective injuries, Levine David with his ankle, and then, of course, safety, Antoine Winfield Jr. with his concussion. They are also considered to be out for after not being able to practice during the week. Like I've talked about before, you need the practice. You don't practice, you don't play. You're not going to be a part of that game plan. And, uh, yeah, so this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is a little bit banged up. Bruce Arians had told reporters on a I don't, they didn't say what day, but that Rob Gronkowski and Antoine Winfield Jr. Possibly had a chance to play, but it didn't end up coming about to be able to do it. Also, it doesn't help that they're on a short week. If they were to play it on Sunday, maybe. But then you also have Jason Pierre-Paul, you know, their dominant edge rusher with a shoulder and hand injury. And then, of course, center Ryan Jensen with his hip are also questionable after fully participating in practice on Wednesday. Levante David, of course, was able to play, as we know, in their win over Miami, but then kind of kept him out of practice on Thursday just to kind of keep it safe and be able to potentially play next week. But nonetheless, they didn't need all those guys to be able to win in Miami as they won, absolutely, absolutely steamrolled them 45-17. to 17. So there was the benefit of that. But anyway... Guys, that is going to do it for our episode of the Full Quiblet Sports Show. I really hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Let me know if you guys did, if you guys actually did. I would have really appreciated if you guys could leave a rating review for the podcast if you did enjoy it. It also just kind of helps to let me know, yeah, if you guys enjoyed it and if you guys, you know, or and if I said that wrong. Please leave a rating review if you did enjoy the episode, and also it just kind of helps to get the show, you know, kind of spread out there. So I really would, really, really, really would appreciate it. Uh, it would be. It would mean a lot to me. It really would. It would help out. And uh, what else was I gonna say? Again, just make sure you know. Have a great rest of your night and great rest of your and hope you have a great day. By the time you guys are watching this, I guess I shouldn't say great night because you guys are gonna see this till tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great day when you do see this tomorrow morning. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I will see you guys next time. Do it.